0: Welcome to A Court of Three Strands, the Palatine Institute's podcast on creating Christian culture.
1: Through this show, we hope to provide a resource of education and encouragement for students, parents, and leaders about the revival of Christian values in our community.
0: On A Court of Three Strands, we'll focus on the three foundational strands that make a strong, flourishing Christian culture, the church, the family, and education. We desire to order these things around God's word to advance Christ's kingdom and so glorify him and bless our community. My name is Ron Young, former headmaster at Providence Academy and founder of the Palatine Institute. And I'm Noah Tetzner,
1: a curious student of classical education and
0: podcast producer. Through our conversations, we look forward to sharing fellowship, knowledge, and practical wisdom. For his glory, here on the Accord of Three Strands podcast.
1: Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Accord of Three Strands podcast. I am Noah Tetzner. Noah Tetzner, woo! <laughs> yes, I'm back. It's been, a, it's, oh gosh, probably about, uh, I don't know, six, four, four to six months since I... I, I've been in studio with with Mr. Young here, but, uh, you know, I'm great to be back coming, coming back in, you know, partway through the season. But good to be back. Yes. nonetheless.
0: Excellent. Excellent. I know last uh, episode I mentioned that Allison Tuttle would be back for uh, uh, this episode. Um, it, it didn't work out that way. And Noah was uh, available and so exciting to have Noah back. Welcome back, Noah. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's good to yeah. be back. It's yeah. good to be back. Yeah. So last week we had talked about uh, two Greek terms, arete and techne. Arete um, having to do with excellence in terms of moral excellence or virtue, um, and uh, and I gave the um, I gave the case for arete being the primary concern of education. That is to form good people. So, Arete is forming minds to know, think, and reason; um, forming hearts to desire truth, goodness, and beauty; and forming souls the uh, to act according with the, in accordance with the good. That's like habits, mm-hmm. and that that's the primary purpose for an education, or that the uh, or the primary thing being done in a, in a proper education. Um, but, but there is this other thing called techne. Um that relates to to skill, right? A practical knowledge or skill, uh, particularly in the arts or crafts, uh, according to the Greeks, um, it's usually translated to craft or art or skill. Um, but for our purposes, I, I want to look at uh, if Arete is moral excellence, uh, mm-hmm. a virtue of mind, um, mind, body, soul, type of thing mm-hmm. that uh, techne is more of that practical wisdom. And and the way it, it you know it's usually formed is this, um, you know, kids in school are doing geometry, which is a way of forming their arete, right? It's forming their mind. It's they're learning how to reason uh, through it, and they want to know, what am I ever going to use this? <laughs> right? It's it's always that practical part, practical, 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 and what I'm what I'm. Saying is that arete is more important than techne, but techne, techne, that is useful knowledge or the practice of skills and things like that, is a necessary thing in education as well. So last week, we talked about arete. This week, we'll talk about techne.
1: Interesting. So, yeah. So kind of walk us through techne, uh, Mr. Young, you know, um, g- could you give us some examples of where, you know, what techne might look like in an education?
0: Oh, excellent. Yeah. So. Um, re- well, I-, I just used an example of mathematics. Right. So mathematics is uh, is this knowledge that students are learning. Uh, they learn arithmetic, they learn geometry, what ha- what have you. And and this is a way of forming their mind. They'll learn how to solve problems, right? So this is a this is a, a an excellence of the mind. Mm. But mathematics is also useful <laughs> to yeah. figure things out. So some math is really practical uh, life skills. So um, learning. Uh, proofs and geometry is forming your mind, it's arete, but learning some math in order to keep a budget or to uh p- plan your grocery bill, you know, or or, you know, your budget and yeah. things like that. Those are those are more techne. Right. Right. So the 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 problem is is that people don't generally think in terms of arete versus techne. Mm-hmm. They're they're only thinking how is this going to be useful? Uh Like, why are we studying history? Well, we want to study history because it's, it's the study of human activity. Humans who are made in the image of God. And we can learn about human behavior and human um, character and virtue that is seen in there and how God works in it. And these are, these are human things. These are, this is um, studying things for the purpose of moral excellence. Yeah. Yeah. And and so it's a rete. Um, not everyone's going to be a historian, right. A, right. a, a tech, you know, writing books, mm-hmm. tech mm-hmm. right. It's, it's about forming, but here we go. Most people, and this is going to be really cra- crazy to you. Um, all that math that you learned in <laughs> high school,
1: mm-hmm.
0: most people use almost none of it. Right. Yeah. That does not mean. That that education was worthless, because what we don't understand is how much that has been forming one's mind in order mm. to think. Okay, mm. so arete okay. mathematics versus practical mathematics, right? So yeah. if you're an engineer, then all of that math is useful. Okay? Right. You need to learn this this math to get to you know calculus, and multivariate calculus, whatever. You, you've you've got to know math and how it all works so that you can figure out things for this machine that you're designing. Yeah. So it's, it's it's uh so for some people mathematics can be technical, techne, but for most people it's more formative. Okay? So here here's here's some other examples, right? So I I played football. Yeah. Um and and uh f- football is a rate in some ways it's helping me develop courage right yeah i'm going to go up against this guy who's bigger and stronger and faster than me right you got to be crazy to run into that guy Uh but i'm going to do it anyway for the sake of the team i'm learning courage um i'm also going to try to figure out how to trick the person to get an advantage Uh (laughs) it's thinking fast so there's there's a in that as well um but the, there's this technique the skill that also needs to be developed that someone who's bigger stronger faster than me but doesn't know how to ye- to play football or the skills mm-hmm. right they don't they, they don't get low enough they don't they don't know where their feet placement or their hand placement are in a particular situation they could they could be the 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 greatest athlete and still be horrible in football so what, what has to happen then is in the football players have to learn techne. Uh They have to learn techniques. They have to learn how each of the positions of the field on the field that they're playing, how it works. They have to have an understanding of the game. They've got to, and they, ha- and they do this by ready practice, 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 practice. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I played offensive line in high school and college, and then I coached offensive line. Um, for many years in high school. And then when I moved to green Bay, I, I, I coached in the middle school level for many years. Um, I always thought it'd be cool to retire and be a football coach somewhere. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen, Noah, but I, I love football. Um, but I'm coaching offensive linemen. Every time we get together, the first things we do is the kids would get in a stance and we'd practice getting out of their stance and moving their feet and, you know, hit, you know, and they do it over and over again, and it's the most boring thing ever. And they all hate it. And they want to. I already know how to get in the stance. I already know how to step. Yeah. And then what we'll do is I'll go. Hey, have you ever been to a Packer game or watch the Packers play? What do all those professional offensive linemen do at the beginning of every practice? Oh, look, they're practicing getting in their stance and getting out of the stance. They're practicing their their footwork. They're practice practice right right. It's it's like the um. It's like you'd think that the concert pianist, mm-hmm. do, don't, they don't need to play scales anymore. Right. They're, they've advanced beyond that. You, you know what they do every day? They play scales. Yeah. Practice, right. practice, practice. Okay, so this is all getting to the idea of, of, of techne uh, typically are different skills or crafts, uh, things that are practical um, that we do. And um, part of our education is to learn how to do these things, um, these skills, these techniques, these things that are practical for the purpose of taking dominion. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So, you you know, just think about any, any career. Yeah. Any career. They, there are things that they have to learn. And then, um, you know, the grammar of it, the logic of it. Right. that type of stuff right, but they actually have to do things right so they there's these skills that they have to learn uh, to do so you know as a as a teacher, uh, there are certain skills that a teacher has to learn how to do. they have to learn how to make presentations they have to be able to speak in a, such a way that's going to hold the the attention of of seventh and eighth graders that's which is like almost impossible no, i'm I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> By the way, if you I teach middle school, um, and uh for all those other middle school teachers, I just want to say God bless you and keep you. Um they're they're an interesting animal, middle school kids. But yeah, but you have to be able to keep their you have to you have to have the skills necessary to keep their attention and so that they can learn. Mm-hmm. Um you have to have the skills of lesson planning. Uh you have to you have to be able to study and read a certain books and know what's important to talk about, right? There's, there's all these things that yeah. are necessary in order to have that job. You, in other words, you can't just get a degree right. or graduate high school and walk into any career and just do it. There, mm-hmm. there has to be a development of technique. Yeah.
1: yeah. So now in, um, Again, uh, just coming back into the studio. Uh, my apologies if you already discussed this, Mr. Young, but it's okay. worth hearing again. So, you know, if, if you look at, let's just say, um, not a task, but a better word, uh, you know, like a career. So, is there both a techne and an arete piece to? Uh,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. And again, I'm going to say the arete is more important. Okay. Okay. So, here we go. Um, if I'm going to hire someone, to be any like whatever, uh, yeah. to do my yard work. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. Um, I want someone who is going to be skilled uh-huh. at taking care of my plants. My, they, they got to trim the hedges, right? Right. They got to, you know, trim the tree branches, right. They have to be able to mow well.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, and, and, you know, if there's some repair that needs to be done on my lawn or something, they would need to know how to do that. Right. Yeah. Um, but, but you also want someone who has a desire for, um, for the good. Yeah. They, they want to be ethical. They want right. to right that they're going to work hard. They're not going to rip me off. They're not going to, as soon as I'm not mm. looking take a nap. Mm. Do, does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah Yeah. So they have to be a good person who's good at taking care of my lawn. Right, and and one of the one of the problems with progressive education is we've ignored that part, the arete part, moral excellence or virtue. We've substituted virtue, human virtue, um, which is a characteristic or a quality of a human being, and substituted it with rules and laws. Yeah, thinking that as long as people obey rules or laws, that's somehow going to take care of everything. That that's going to be okay, which it. <coughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't, right. You can, you can pile a law upon, upon law, right. And it's not going to make human beings better. Human beings actually have to develop virtue. Right. 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 And, and if, and, and here we go, surprise, surprise under the progressive education, we've been going on for the last 20, 30 years, 40 years, whatever. Um, and there's been less and less of that. And, and the only, thing in its place might be rules. Um, we haven't had a more virtuous and just society. It's gotten worse. Mm -hmm. Right? Shocking. Right. (laughs) Um and here we go. We have focused more and more on techne, on getting people called your career ready. And I mean that was the No Child Left Behind Act. Everyone's going to be called your career ready. Mm -hmm. And the focus then is on the practical. Like we want you to be able to Get a job or to mm. you know get work right. So here we go. Focusing on techne, the practical life skills for people. You have some people who can uh, be competent in some skills, right? But no one's been training virtue, and so you have very few people who are virtuous, right? When you train for virtue, and that's the priority, guess what happens? Those same students who become good people also tend to be good students. So the good, good student people tend to become good at technê. Yeah. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. So when 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 you shoot for just practical a practical education, well that just sounds great. That seems like efficient use of our money. It's a very pragmatic thing. Right. G- guess what happens? Not many, very many people graduate from those programs. Not many, right? It it's it's like shooting ourselves in the foot. Yeah. But if you pursue virtue in education, you you insist that human that these kids become good people that uh-huh. that's the main focus they become better students and then they become better employees and better employers yeah it's it so we have it uh, completely wrong in the public education sphere, right focus on virtue arete and then teach uh, uh techne um on the side right so right. most of a k through twelve education should be primarily about Forming of the mind, forming of the heart and forming of the, the soul, the, the, yeah. um, the, you know, habits that act according to goodness. Right. Right. Those things we talked about in Arete. Um, there should be very little in terms of practical education in a formal school setting. Mm. Now at home, this, this is the parent's job, mm-hmm. is the parents should be teaching them what you'd say life skills. Yeah. Right? Why would I want us? I I, w- <laughs> I think it's a it's it's our job to teach our kids how to save money and have a bank account. Right. It should be our job to show our kids how to save for retirement. It yeah. should be our job to talk about health insurance with our kids. Why <laughs> right. is that getting pushed off to teachers? Right. For crying out loud, let them teach them to read and write. and right. Do arithmetic. Why are why all of a sudden are all Right. I, I guess it's, this is going to sound crazy. Listen to this, Noah. There are people who think that the job of a school teacher is to teach their own children about sex. How crazy is that? Yeah. It's, it's it crazy. crazy. Like, so, so just to, um, for you who are younger than 55, I'm, oh wait, I'm 56 now. I had a birthday. Um, So it was a controversy to be able to put sex education in schools. Uh Do you know why? Because strangers have no business talking to your children about sex. Right. That's a, that's a parent's job. Yeah. A father should be telling a son about puberty. Right. A mother should be talking to her daughter about these things. Yeah. That's, and, and the ethics of sex Mm -hmm. should come from their parents. Yeah. Not from the progressive left or even the conservative right to some stranger.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: Does that make sense? Right. So at at some point everyone's like, well, it's an uncomfortable thing to do, by the way, if you don't have children, you might not realize this, but you have children. It's really weird talking to your kids about sex. And so I understand there's a lot of people are like going, yeah, I really don't want to do that. Can't that be the school's job? <laughs> so, so they're clamoring for the school to talk about things like sex yep. now and money management and accounting and typing and cooking and clean, you know, what all the skills of, of living a normal life is getting pushed onto schools mm. and it's crazy. Yeah. Now here, here's the thing, teaching those skills, the tech day of living is crucially important. Mm-hmm. What I am just saying is, listen, there's a reason why you would put your child at a school and that is so that they can learn things that you can't teach them or you wouldn't be very good at teaching them. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. But what you think that you should, the taxpayer's money or a teacher that you pay in a private school is the one that's supposed to teach your kids about laundry. Right. 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 Yeah. And, and and for every techne that we expect students to learn during the same period of time <laughs> that they're in school, uh-huh. what subjects are they not, what things are they not learning? Right. So if, if all of a sudden um, we're going to make public schools into uh, career prep. Right. What are they not learning? Right. So it, it's a, it's a weird thing now here, uh, just hear me out here. I, I think it's not a bad idea to be able to say at some point in a child's life, you know what, my son or my daughter is really geared toward some sort of vocation. Like they, right? my son loves to work with his hands. He lo- he's obsessed about cars. He would make a great mechanic. Yeah, why not spend the last two years of high school learning to be a, a mechanic? Yeah. Right. He's not going to be an engineer. You know, he, he can't pass algebra one, let alone algebra two. He's, you know, so why, why wouldn't you do, I think that's a brilliant idea. That's not a bad idea at all. Mm. As long as up to that point, there's a lot of study on a, a rate day, Yeah. Developing the moral issues like not everyone's going to end up in college. Right. Or at least they shouldn't.
1: Wait, you know, I and I'm not like an educational philosopher by any means, Mr. Young, but it seems to me that, you know, a lot of these um kind of um you know, a lot of these a lot of these students that maybe attend um public education or a non-classical traditional education in the United States, you know, even though they have opportunities to engage in these technical skills, um they just don't you know right. it's like they're incapable of 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 doing it you know
0: well there's there there's a couple things one is i i know like for instance, back in nineteen ninety i don't remember it was six or seven or something like that um i I had a a guy who taught shop at our church yeah. and um he was lamenting how in Green Bay public schools. If you took the shop classes, you would graduate with the knowledge of how to build an entire house, right? You would, you would have gone through and known, you know, carpent carpentry, drywalling, uh, electrical, basic electrical, um, you know, plumbing, the whole world. You could build a house. You you would graduate with the skills to build a house and you were uh, employable. From day one. Wow. But (laughs) parents thought that that was beneath their children and they wanted to switch things from these practical skills to learning CAD, like the, you know, designing things. They, they, they thought it would be fine if my kid was an architect, but not a builder. Right. Right. So, so everything kind of geared towards college and and so kids who are going to go into uh, trades uh, graduate high school with no chance of getting a job. They, they, they didn't have the skills for a job. They'd have to get further training they'd go to the tech school to get the training.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and now what's interesting too, is they told me it used to be that a lot of those programs at the schools were sponsored by unions. Mm-hmm. The electrical union would train kids to be, a certified electrician, yeah. right? So they could they could go to work right away, and it was funded through the union. Um, and, and the same with carpentry and all that other stuff. Um, but then what happened is is that they realized that oh, well, there's a the government can <laughs> yeah. the government will do it. Yeah, uh, we'll just let the government take care of it. The technical school. So now, now the student has to the the. The, the employee will end up having to pay for their own education so that they can be employed. Right. <laughs> Does that make right. sense? So it, it's a, it's a weird thing. So, so the double whammy was, um, there began to be the idea that manual labor is beneath my children. They're going to go to college and be a white collar worker. And second, um, the the technical aspects of the high school then started to gear towards actually non <laughs> manual labor jobs yeah so that students on that track would still have to go to, for another 2 years to get a to, to get the competencies right. to do it now d- d- hear me again i still don't think that's a bad thing it, it, you know two more years out of high school would be fine i just say that just like the academic parts of our, our, our schools um, have abandoned a They've also abandoned uh, excellence in actually thinking and right. The, yeah. the, the practical or not the practical, but the, um, uh, the skills necessary to be a good student yeah. have been abandoned. Um, so that when you go to college now, the first two years is remedial. So, like, what what students used to do in college is now like what the previous generation would have done in a junior college, huh. right, right? Which is what the previous generation used to do in high school. Yeah, right. And so now, and this is how we've been ruining things. Um, you know, for all sorts of jobs that only required a high, a bachelor's degree now requires a master's degree. Yeah. Right? And they exp- <laughs> and the expense of college and and graduate school has just simply skyrocketed why? Because government provides loans.
1: Mm.
0: Right? So now what we're doing is we're strapping our kids with all sorts of debt. So now instead of being able to you know, yeah, go to a technical school for a couple of years and have a great job, uh we're we're trying to get most of our kids to go to college and Get in debt and then right they can't find a good job <laughs> yeah <laughs> what if they had just gone kind of to the technicals i mean yeah like, like literally financially it, it going to a technical school is much cheaper right and you can get paid really good well
1: yeah oh if, yeah
0: if you if that's where you're aligned right so one is i think perhaps in education we need to be more conscious of the uh aptitude of our children
1: yeah and yeah. yeah. So if I may ask, Mr. Young, because I, I totally agree with you, um, you know, in the, you know, the arete and um, you know, curating virtuous students should be the priority of an education. But, you know, do you think that our classical schools and our, our classical homeschools should embrace, especially in the later years, like a technical piece to an education or
0: yeah. Um, that's a good question. I I think if our classical schools could get big enough mm. to have that. So I, here's what I would say. I'd say if a student is going to Providence Academy, for instance, right now, and they're looking for K through 12, they're geared. They're going to be ready to go to college. I mean, that's, yeah, it's kind of what a gear geared for. Not, not everyone will. There are some kids who are going to, to go and get a job, you know, go to technical school and you know be a machinist or something like that, which is also a wonderful thing. It's a great choice. It's a great choice. If we were if we had, were bigger and had enough money and a, enough uh, student support, I think there are certain students who could get to a certain point, you know, say starting their junior year to be able to have a track where this is where they want to go. Yeah. Right? So their electives would be in welding or on. Right. Does that make sense? I do think it would be great and would be a dream of mine to have like shop classes. Yeah. Because this is, um, these are the tools for dominion, right? I I had in in my wildest dreams, I've always thought about this idea of the liberal arts have always been the idea of the arts of a free person. So in the United States of America, it's a republic if we can keep it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a democracy. It's a republic. We are citizens of this republic and we participate as citizens in this republic. And so the arts of a free man is to be able to take our place as a citizen and to be able to um, vote wisely or even to stand to be a representative for our community in Congress or in the state house or what, what have uh-huh. you. Um, and, and to be able to argue and debate and not get fooled by propaganda and lies. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and the more, and the more our country is being ruled by feelings and emotions and and that somehow there's no real objective truth. There's only what subjective feelings, Mm -hmm. um, we're just creating people more susceptible to propaganda and uh, lies. Yeah. If they're they're going to vote out of fear and guilt and pity right rather than uh, the what's true and what's good. Yeah. Right? Um so the the idea would be in my mind is a school would pr- teach the liberal arts so that they could be free people. The men and women graduating from our programs would be able to participate as citizens in uh, in the in our world and also in the kingdom of God, because uh, it's forming their, their hearts and minds through scripture as well. And then um, free people own things.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. So they lear- also learn manual arts so that they can build and maintain and keep the things they own. Right. So they can till the ground. They can fix their house. They can. Yeah. Th- that makes sense. They can, they can, uh, the culinary arts and yeah. things like that. So, so, and then the third thing is, is that um, uh, free people own things and they can keep their things. They also need to be able to protect their things mm-hmm. and um, which includes their safety. Yeah. And so there would be a, a third component of that being a martial art.
1: Huh. So if yeah.
0: liberal art, manual art and uh martial art. Yeah. Um, but these tech that, that are, which would be the manual arts, which would also be martial arts, or um, things that that are needed to so that we can have dominion, so we can keep dominion. So, so th- certain things that we can do as parents and also schools, right? Mm-hmm. Is one is is we want we want kids to be able to learn how to make things, yeah, that they have to see themselves not as consumers of things but of makers of things, mm. right? So yeah. so. So have them play Legos. It, okay, here we go. <laughs> it might even be okay for a period of time to let your kid play Minecraft, but just a little bit. <laughs> you don't yeah. want their, their, the, all that they're creating is to be virtual because that's easy. We want them to learn hard manual work Yeah, because it takes effort and time to build things and to make them excellent, yeah. to develop real techne skill. Yeah. right so building bird houses b- building forts build i mean what a great thing to yeah. be able to come and have your your kids help you in building things around the house yeah making a home being a homemaker being a homemaker you're right yeah. you know decorating things and um and using things that you find like this is going to sound really horrible but um you might not know this about my family and i but we are big time junk pickers Right. We're driving down the road. We see something that looks useful that's on the curb ready for the trash to pick it up. We'll go look at it. And if it looks like something we could use, we'll toss it in the back. Right. (laughs) And I, and I'm forever using, you know, pieces of the things, you know, um, I don't know. We'll use anything. Yeah. uh, Scrap pieces of wood, whatever. And, and to, to build things for our garden or, for the chicken coop or for Mm -hmm. whatever. Now now it sounds like I'm from Appalachia or something like it's, (laughs) um, but, but we're, we're doing that. So with the the kids would help, right. We're going to, we're going to make new boxes for the, for the garden. Right. So we go, there's this old piece of fence that was sitting over in the neighbor's front ready to get picked up by the trash. We just grab it and we take it apart and then we build it, you know, together. Right. So we're practicing, Dominion. We're 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 creating things. We're making things. Yeah. Um. And so it's it's important at a young age that kids are learning how to make things, and then they make things that are usable, right? Because then it's not like a game. It's like real. And the and the esteem that that brings when they make something that are your family uses. Mm-hmm. Like, look, I'm a creator. I'm a maker. Yeah. I'm. It's godlike. Right. Yeah. It, well, it should be because you're made in his image. Right. 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 So, um, planting a garden, eating the produce, uh, you know, those types of things, uh, c- cooking, mm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, helping, uh, helping your kids learn how to cook, um, doing laundry, you know, all sorts of skills that they can learn at a very young age. So they've become self-sufficient. So here's the, here's the hard part. So, My, my son is in medical school. (laughs) Like he talked about like people in medical school who don't know how to do anything. Wow. They've only been involved in academics Wow, and they're really good at academics, but they don't know how to do laundry or they, they don't, (laughs) they don't know how to cook or they don't, they've never planted, they've never gotten their hands dirty to make a garden. So, so Zach, my son who's in medical school, he, he, he started a, a gardening club. That's awesome. And all these people have never planted a seed before. Wow. Like how crazy is that? Wow. But we gotta teach our kids to do those things. Now, if schools can do some of it, I mean it's it's not bad, but I again I think the priority of a school is that arete. A priority for parents too, and homeschooling should be arete. Uh But we can't neglect the techne. And I think as as the I have no idea what education is going to look like in the coming years. Okay. But here's my, my sense of it, Noah is I think that there's going to be less and less um, the traditional way of thinking of, you go through high school for 12, you know, up through grade 12 and then you go off to a four year school somewhere brick and mortar Mm. and then, and then that's still going to be around. But I think the percentage of people who do that is going to shrink immensely I think there's gonna be a lot of colleges that'll end up closing yeah i I think what's going to take its place though are going to be more smaller colleges micro colleges uh, co-op type things mm. where um, mm-hmm. where you have groups of people who are going to um, help encourage uh, people to take degrees online for instance but have a Almost like a co-op where they're still having a, yeah, a support and tutors that are kind of overseeing it, and it's much cheaper. It's more practical in that way, right? Um, but but if there's no community that it's being done in, then you're missing the rete. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh yeah. So I, I think here and here's the good news. I think it's going to be the Christian Church that's going to be on the, the forefront of all this. Mm. Where the 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 church is going to be the ones taking the lead. On how educa- so because this is our wheelhouse, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you know this, but universities schools this was this is the church's thing like we're we developed it all, and then the secular world took it over and it's and it's just been going down the tubes so it's it's time for us to assert ourselves mm-hmm. and and take it over I mean I, I think of all the homeschoolers, the overwhelming majority of them are Christians yeah. Right. Think of all the, the creativity that has gone on in homeschooling. Yeah. Like, so when my wife and I first started homeschooling, you know, we had GBOC, Green yeah. Bay Area Homeschooler Association, but it was very small. Didn't, we didn't have a lot. Yeah. Now look at it. I mean, we've got, yeah. oh my <laughs> there's all gosh. sorts of co-ops, there's classical conversations. There's, there's our athletic. I mean, my wife and I, I helped start the uh, NUCHA, the Northeast yeah. Wisconsin athletic Christian athletic associate homeschool or whatever this, the athletic association. And, and it's huge. Yeah. Um, and there, there's so much in terms of curriculum and all that other stuff. Um, and then classical Christian schooling is like, yeah. it's like huge now. It's just growing like leaps and bounds. Now the world wants to copy it. <laughs> so, yeah. so classical charter schools are now all the rage Hillsdale is, yeah. is trying to lead the charge on that. And, and it's like, Well, guess what's going to be next? It's going to be the university. Yeah. And you know, who's going to take who's going to do it. It's going to be the church. It's going to be Christians that can go, look, this is stupid. Yeah. (laughs) This is expensive. It's harming our children. It's, it's not, it's not right to do all these things. We're just going to do it better. Yeah. And that's all it's going to take. Yeah. So again, we just have to think through this. How do we develop, as kids get into that adulthood, ways in which they can develop the techne, the skills to, ha- to make money, to earn? And of course, by the way, some of the things I'm talking about, micro-colleges, all this stuff, mm-hmm. guess what one of the the, the the two big things that they deal, deal with is, is uh, liberal arts and entrepreneurship.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
0: You know, you know, right? Why why right. shouldn't we be teaching our kids uh the next generation of how to how to make a living? Right. You don't have to go to the big corporation and get a job. Yeah. Make your own job. Yeah. Make your own make your own business. Yeah. You know, create things. Exactly. We're creators. We can make things. Anyway, um but I think these are the the uh, going back to to teaching kids make give them chores from a early age. Um, help them to be makers and creators, you know, making things with their hands uh, and using those things that they make um, consuming, like, like eating the food that they cook and grow, mm-hmm. you know, those types of things so that they have in their mind that they can make things and do things and so they can take care of things. Um, and so that, that should, and it's like play for them. Yeah. And as they get older, Make sure that they're concentrating on the arete aspects of their education. Yeah. Because that is going to be more important. You could be the most skilled worker in the world, Mm. but if you don't have a good work ethic, you're worthless, right? Right, right, right. Right. So they have to have, they have to develop things like that work ethic. They have to, you have to be virtuous, right? We don't need super smart, uh, technically able, evil people.
1: Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> we yeah.
0: want we want good men and women to be running this country. Right. When I'm old.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you
0: know, I want them to make the laws about, right? Cuz right now I feel like there's a whole party seems to be committed to killing unneeded or wanted mm-hmm. life forms off. Yeah. Depending on the state you live in but it's only the beginning, right? Right. So, you know, now that I'm peering over that edge, (laughs) I'm past 55, I'm on the downward slide to 60. (laughs) I really, we really need good people, you know, for the future.
1: No, absolutely. Yeah.